Hi, everybody. Today, we're talking about resting in a positive memory. And what I mean by that is there are so many times in life where we tend to dwell on things that didn't go right. It can either be a bad experience or things we didn't execute as well as we would have liked to, or even daily occurrences that we have decided are bad or wrong or whatever negative meaning or emotions we've decided to attach to it. For some reason, we dwell on the things that are going wrong more than we dwell on the things that are going right. We can even fixate on those things so much that they cloud the view of our lives. We stop seeing the positive around us and stop, start believing that our lives are unhappy or undesirable. Some of us dwell on past experiences so often that the memory becomes a defining element of how we see ourselves. It clouds how we see and experience the world. I admit I was this way for quite a while. In fact, I spent decades in a space of looking at what was wrong and not spending much time at all concentrating on what was going right for me. I let past experiences define my present moments. I let a job environment that I was not happy in cloud all other aspects of my life. When I wasn't at work, I was dreading going to work, dwelling on unpleasant memories from past years that clouded my perception, making it impossible for me to just enjoy a Sunday because I spent the whole day dreading going to work on Monday because of these bad memories I had about work. I would dread driving to work, being at work, talking to people at work and doing my actual job, all because I had a lot of memories of a toxic boss. I could not appreciate being at home or enjoying friends and family simply because the dread of going to work had become so overpowering as a consequence, everything in my life that didn't go right became super magnified. This is the I Care About You podcast and I'm Juliana J. And today we're talking about how easy it is to let bad memories cloud our present moments and our perception of ourselves. And you can be that change for yourself. If someone said something to me that could be taken the wrong way, I would totally take it the wrong way. I would take a, it as a personal attack and I would spend hours and hours thinking about my own inadequacies that lived in past memories. So my favorite thing to do was at three in the morning to wake up and review all those bad memories in my mind, which one would lead to another. I would start with something bad that happened maybe a couple days ago at work and it would become something I did three years ago and before long, it was something I did when I was three years old that didn't even have anything to do with work, obviously, but it just was this landslide of all the things, all these memories of where I didn't feel like I measured up. If someone was trying to give me positive feedback or something like that, or constructive criticism, I always read all between the lines and, and sort of redefined it to myself and retold another story, even if it was a positive comment, because I had so internalized these not so great memories that that became how I viewed myself. And it became an expectation of mine for myself that I would always let myself down, do the wrong thing, say the wrong thing, not know what I'm doing, mess up, make a mistake, etc. It was never I never woke up at three in the morning and started obsessing about positive memories. It was always things that I did wrong or like super obsessing about my toxic work environment 
And all the other times I had been in a job and people had taken advantage of me or something horrible had happened or people treated me unfairly or things like that. And in my mind, I let these memories tell me that it was me. I had somehow was at fault for all of that. It's easy to fall into a general negative perspective. How do you know you have fallen into an overall negative life perspective? I went over this in a recent podcast on negative bias and perspectives, which I will link in the description. But there are some generalizations about negative outlook that might shed light on this subject for you. Do you immediately think the worst in everything? Something small happens and you immediately think negatively about it. You have no capacity to imagine another narrative that could be positive. You let small things have big negative impact, such as you were you trip while you're walking out of the house after a long day and you curse the sidewalk and you feel like the world is out to get you instead of just laughing at it and being like, wow, I'm really tired today or something like that. Your whole narrative about what's happening has a negative twist to it. Do you immediately think things will not turn out in your favor? For example, you have to go to the dentist. Do you immediately think it's going to be bad news before you even go there? If you have to get something repaired, do you always assume the worst? Even though you have no evidence to prove otherwise. For example, say you've been to the dentist millions of times with no bad news, but every time you go, you still think the bad thing will happen because you have a bad memories of past things that happened at the dentist that you didn't enjoy, maybe from your childhood. Are most of your humor and points of conversation tinged with negative viewpoints, opinions, or judgments? That's another thing. That means you're just sort of honing and crafting this negative perspective, and that's become your humor, which your humor is part of a positive thing in your life, laughter. But you've tweaked it into talking about negative things. If that's the case, chances are you have a negative outlook on life. We often think that negative perspectives on life are not by choice, just something we are born with. And we blame things like, no one ever cares about me. I can never catch a break. I have bad luck. We let outside sources take the blame. Maybe we blame our childhood or upbringing or where we grew up or even other people we grew up with. While some of these factors may most certainly be things that have challenged you and made certain tasks harder, they in themselves are not the reason why your view of the world has such a negative bias and that you perceive it through a negative lens. How you decide to view things and what has happened in your life affects how you view future things and what will happen to you. So if you have a negative perspective on the world and things that are always going to turn out bad for you and you can never catch a break, then you, in a sense, are always expecting that in the future, too. You're not expecting your future to ever get better. Your views on your past define your future before anything's even happened. Like me dwelling on a bad work experience from years ago that then affected my feelings in the present moment, instead of enjoying things as fully as I could, I was waiting for something to happen that was bad and dreading going to work. I felt like every time I went to work, something bad was going to happen. Now, there's a whole other host of factors that happen with that that, uh, that people could experience, like PTSD, like feeling unsafe all those types of things in the work environment that could really play a role here. But for me, it was that I was so fixated on these bad memories of a toxic boss that I really felt that everything was going to be like that. I never gave it a chance. 
but I definitely used bad memories to reinforce the negative feelings I had about myself. Another thing that you can do is berating yourself or punishing yourself for a memory that happened decades ago, like say something went wrong a long time ago, but you're still berating yourself about it and punishing yourself about it because you can't get over it and move on. You're just dwelling on it constantly all the time. Conversely, living in the past that you've romanticized can also have negative effects. If you are living as like how things used to be were so great in comparison to how things are now, you are comparing your current life to this romanticized version of the past. You lose out on realizing that perhaps the now offers you many wonderful things that you can't notice because you're so interested in pitting the now against this romanticized yesteryear. Living in the past can alter your viewpoint on new opportunities, making you feel negative towards them simply because they aren't part of this past experience. It is also worth noting that we view negative memories through hindsight, meaning we view them not with the knowledge that we had with the memory when the actual event occurred, but rather we're looking back on the memory and then judging that using hindsight and what we know now, what we learned from that experience that that learning opportunity that we didn't have before the experience, we're using that as hindsight to look back on the memory. So we're never viewing the memory truly as how it happened in the moment with everything that we knew in that moment. We are viewing that memory using hindsight, using new knowledge that we have gained since that memory happened. Sometimes we're looking at a memory from years ago from our childhood, and we're using all this hindsight from adulthood and growing past that childhood moment. We're taking all that knowledge and hindsight that we have, and we're judging something we did when we were eight years old with that hindsight and that knowledge that we have as an adult human being. And that simply creates a memory that's very, very skewed. Okay, so how do you change your negative perspective? One way is by changing your view of the past, by taking a moment to redefine the events through a new lens. Sit quietly, breathe deeply, and let yourself settle and become grounded. Take an appealing or happy memory. Let it come to your mind's eye. Take in all the sights and the sounds and the smells and the emotions of that moment. Let yourself feel the joy and the happiness and the excitement and all the other things associated with that positive memory. Remember every detail and let yourself remember how wonderful you felt. Now, this exercise should really only take about a minute or so. You're just taking a couple minutes to ground yourself, to really be able to be present, and then you're you're calling back up a positive memory and remembering all the details about it and really this wonderful moment of your life that was fantastic. And then when you come out of that, realize that life is great. Enjoyable things do happen to you. Good things do happen to you. Redo this exercise a few times with good memories. You can either revisit the same memory or move on to new positive memories that you have and do this consistently for a week or two weeks. After you've done that and you really get in this place where you can really recall a memory and live back into it and think about it in a way that conjures up the emotions you had then and to really look deeply at every aspect of it, then consider a memory that isn't good or bad. It's kind of in the middle. Retell the tale to yourself. Did you do your best that you could in that moment? 
with what you had, remove the hindsight factor. In that moment of this memory that was neither positive nor negative, it was just a memory. Did you do your best there with what you knew at the time? Of course you did. It's always going to be, of course you did, because you did it with the information that you had at the time. Even if you did something that uh, you're not so proud of, did you do that for a certain reason? And that's all that you knew in that moment. You can't go back and relive that with the hindsight that you have now. You can only look at it in that moment. Did you do the best you could? Most likely, yes. Even if you made a bad decision, it was using everything you had at the time, all the tools at your disposal. You picked a lesser of the evils sometimes. Sometimes that happens. You can't pick the right thing to do, but you're picking what you think in the moment is the lesser of the evils or will keep you alive or will keep you safe or will keep you from ridicule. You're self-protecting. And that's what you're doing, which is a totally human trait that actually, <laughs> that's how people stay alive. That's how animals stay alive, by putting themselves first when they have to. That doesn't mean you can't be sad that you made some choices that maybe weren't so great or that you can go, wow, I really feel sad for that person that I was in that moment, that that's what they felt their decision had to be. But you don't have to use your memories to prove to yourself that you're bad or that you did the wrong thing or that you're dumb or all those other things. And I'm not talking about dire situations here. I'm talking about using old memories that reinforce negative beliefs like people are out to get me. Instead, you can reframe that to, I met a horrible person once who took advantage of my goodwill and kindness. It wasn't that I was dumb. In the moment, with what I knew at the time, with how I felt about that person at the time, I made the best decision that I could in that moment. It's not that I am a fool. It's that I did the best I could and someone took advantage of my goodwill and kindness. Redefine the moment in your mind without judgment and with forgiveness for yourself. You are going to make mistakes because you're human and that's totally okay. That's, we all do that. That's part of life. But have some forgiveness for yourself. Be able to look at those memories and say, I'm, I deserve to redefine this in a way that is positive for me, or at least neutral. Like realize you're a kind, good person and you extended goodwill to somebody who took advantage of that. How awesome that you're so kind and giving. Retell that tale to yourself as to who you are as a person now. You aren't someone who is so stupid and gullible and dumb. You are a person who extended kindness to somebody and that person didn't treat you with kindness back or whatever the situation may be. You can decide to look at more painful memories this way once you've worked with these positive memories and then neutral memories a lot. You may find some painful memories that you really want to look at and address because you feel like they are holding you back and they are creating a self-definition that is more harmful than positive for you. I suggest you work to create a safe place for you to do this work. Perhaps consider looping in a healer of some kind or a therapist or someone from another modality, such as a meditation teacher, a coach, or even spiritual practices. Find a really safe support system for yourself if you're really going to start examining memories that are extremely hard for you. 
you want to make sure you have that support system in place. But there's a lot of memories that you can work with that aren't very traumatizing or or volatile. You can work with them in small ways by just looking at it and naming what it is and really looking at those memories, not through hindsight, not through judgment, but through compassion and through forgiveness. Try to remember that even if you feel you need to say sorry to someone, you can still do that, either in person or a letter or phone call. If you're not in touch with that person, you can write them letters, pour out everything in a letter, address it, dear whomever, and then proceed. Sometimes a series of letters is needed if you really feel like you need to say you're sorry or really reconcile a relationship that you had. I did this when my mother passed away. She's a wonderful person, nothing bad about her, but just how I felt that I was such a failing as a daughter. And so I wrote all that to her. And it took a long time. It was about uh, 77 letters, to be honest. And I'll probably go back to it because things come up. But it was really helpful for me to just say it out loud, to write it down on a piece of paper to my mother, and to really feel like she heard it. If you want, you can attach a ritual to this. You can put the letter in an envelope, and you can burn the letter and watch the ashes go up and over to the person, wherever they may be, allowing your words to float up on the smoke, or leave them under a rock and let them be taken by nature and the weather. Let there be years that will consume it and chew it back into nature. You can erase it if it's digital, or you can send it to yourself or a close friend. Whatever you think will help you find some closure, but I guarantee doing that will really help. So if you're working with a memory where you really feel like I should have said sorry and I didn't, and that was something that I'm really feel sad about and I feel a little guilty about it, then work through it through that process if you can. It's, it's never too late to say you're sorry and there's so many ways to do it even if you can't address the person face to face. So those are just a few things to not retell your own history to yourself through the lens of negativity and hindsight and judgment to just work with those memories in a way where you can let go of the judgment you can view them without the hindsight and you can view them from a different vantage point maybe the world's not out to get you maybe that one day that you tripped and fell you just tripped and fell maybe that's all there is to the story so it's really kind of looking at those things that are really defining you. And a lot of people can really tell what their memories are that, that are defining them. And other people really have no idea. If you have no idea what these memories might be, when you start obsessing about them at three in the morning or whatever your jam is when you do that, write them down and start seeing if there's any correlation. Do you keep coming back to the same memory over and over again? I did. I kept coming back to the same memory of kindergarten when I, when I let the gerbil out of the pen and it ran all around and it ended up dying. And I had so much guilt for that. Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you. I carried that throughout my whole life, even today. I still struggle with it sometimes. It was, it's really a really sad memory for me. And I that really clouded my whole perspective of myself for the longest period of time. That I was just mean, dumb, stupid, lame. The universe is against me. I have, I have bad luck. I mean, it morphed into so many things so many things, just that one little memory. And to be able to look at it in terms of, as someone who was five years old at the time, I did the best with what I knew. 
In that moment, I really just wanted to let it out of the cage because I felt sad for it that it was caged in and I felt like it wanted to be free. That's really all that was going through my mind at that time. I just had compassion for the little guy and I wanted him to be free. But over time, it just morphed into all these negative things about myself. Just that one little memory was so profoundly affected how I thought about myself and the world. So you probably have one or two of those too. And I suggest you just start writing down those memories that you fixate on, that, that, are, that are retelling you these negative things about yourself over and over again and start kind of working with those and really looking at them within the context of that exact moment. So I hope that you can find some more positive feelings about yourself through this practice. It's a pretty easy practice. It only takes a few minutes, just a little bit of dedication, but it's really, really helpful and it really feeds your soul. So there you have it. A few ways to work on negative memories that you that may be haunting you. And I want you to know that I love you and I support you. And you got this, my friends. So take good care and I'll see you in the next one.